and welcome to the Seven Ways Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by the Seven Ways Book. I welcome any questions and comments to Rabbi Bailey at the sevenways.com. As you can tell, I'm losing my voice uh, between talking too much and allergies, so I may re-record this. I wanted to make sure to get it out for Hode Week. Um, so Hode, the underlying idea is that the prot can exist without the claw. So we're going to speak a lot about helping today, Arona Cohen, but you should know this could apply to anything, objects, um, science, characters, story. You know, you could sit there and scrutinize anything to death, why it shouldn't exist, and then life would just be boring, black and white. Um, but when something is kosher enough, so to speak, let it be valid, let it be without the claw, let the fragmented components of existence all be valid in some way. So this could be anything, even something on the shelf, personal property. But um, speaking about Aaron Cohen and helping, you know, there are not a lot of sentences about Aharon, but they all really do fit into um, um, his paradigm. So initially when Moshe Rabbeinu in Shemos is going back to Mitzrayim, Hashem says, uh, you know, speak to Aaron, he will speak for you, and he is coming to meet you, and to see you and happy in his heart. And it happens that Moshe comes to um, meet him, and Aaron kisses him. Now, it seems easy that a brother would kiss a brother, but don't forget here that he was essentially taking his job. Aaron Cohen is a major leader in Mitzrayim. Or he will not be selected as a new leader. But he's happy that his younger brother would be the leader. Now that is incredible uh, care and support for others. To see that someone else is chosen to, for a particular job instead of you. And to still be happy for that person. And that really is a root of what we call Abbas Reim. As we get into Chesed Shebahod. As we get into the unmitigated components of hode, unmitigated uh, giving and helping, it's rooted in the fact that the thing, uh, uh, the thing that's across from us is unique and special. Not a, not in a corny way, but in a way that needs to be appreciated. So we need to appreciate that something outside of us is unique and special, and we're going to focus on that, and not on the fact that in a perfect ideal world they could be torn apart and ripped down, sort of with a Netzach Buzzah, used in the wrong way. So, you know, if I like a um, banana split, and you don't like a banana split, I should give it to you. You know, how do I love somebody else like I love myself? So my Rebbe Rebidzach Berkovitz brings um, from Rishonim that just like you want your own success, so too you should want their success. You should root for every person. Root for every year that you want you want them to succeed. It could be from afar, but the status quo is that people are here with an a priori purpose, a pre-existing purpose. So the next step, Gavur Shabahud. Um, sometimes it's better not to get in, not to help. Sometimes it's better not to get involved. Things will resolve on their own. Things, some things should not be helped. This is linked somehow to the Egel Zahav, I'm quite certain. Aharon is the one getting 
um, pulled into helping them make the Egel Zahav. And instead of saying no, he tries to um, forestall them. He tries to, you know, push them off and take a long time and distract. And um, it's a sort of, sort of a helper's quandary here. <laughs> not saying no, but not saying yes. Um, and he's he is he is punished for his part in it, even though he's not considered to do Vodizara. Interesting type of offering he has to bring. So the lesson to us is we need to be, as a status quo, preoccupied with giving and care. And this is, you could argue it's a typical, uh, you know, synagogue sermon we hear to be obsessed and help people. But, you know, it it's rooted in the fact that each person has a uniqueness. Whenever I'm sitting there in therapy, I think, what is really unique and special about this person? That I can keep supporting them, not just giving platitudes and general praise, give them Real solid, specific examples of of praise and goodness. And then sometimes it's better not to be involved. Uh, you know, siblings are fighting. Usually parents should not get involved. Let them learn how to work it out on their own. Only get involved if it becomes dangerous. This sort of thing. So really balancing those two together. And it, maybe it should be hard for us not to help. We want to go and make sure everyone's uniqueness is not squashed. So, similar to Netzach, a lot of this is mere image. Using creative means to help people feel better. Creative experiential means to help them feel better. I always think about these um, farms where people go to when they're feeling depressed and upset. And they give to animals and that makes them feel better. So, you know, really kind of seeing the fruits of your labor, the positivity. Tefer Shabahod, the... A microcosm within your behavior, you can find a microcosm of being a giver, being godlike. Mahu um, afata, similar to being like a kaddish borchu, a microcosm of being an intelligent being that's giving, and that boosts self-esteem. You know, paradoxically, you'd think somebody would say, oh, "I don't want to give, I don't want to do it, I'm depressed." But once they go and they get involved, they do it. Another angle here is giving with a gesture. Not what you want, but what they want. The symbolism is in the eyes of the receiver, not the giver. What would someone else um, want in that situation? Simple level. When you release emotional stress, emotional stress it leads to better concentration. Emotions get in the way of logic. On a deeper level... Netzach can exist within Hod. Wisdom can exist within intuition. There's a famous Gomorrah in Horios. Um, our sages taught, it is like oil, precious oil upon the beard of Aharon. Tehillim, Kuf, Lamed, Gimel, Pasuk Beis. Like two drops of oil, or two drops of oil from anointing, shaped like pearls, were suspended on the zakin of Aharon, on his beard. Rapapa said when Aaron would speak, the beard would move and the drops would miraculously rise and settle in the roots of the beard. Moshe Rabbeinu was worried and said, maybe there's Me'ila here. Uh, a divine voice said, it is like precious oil, the, the dew on Mount Hermon, Hermon. Just as there is no Me'ila with dew, there's no Me'ila with the beard. So, you know, what's the? What would, why would there be an issue? I mean, if there's a miracle that 
HaKadosh Baruch Hu is keeping oil in Aharon's beard. Why would Moshe think there's me'ila? It's a special miracle. It's like, you know, food from heaven. Of course it's kosher. So, I believe this is Derech Mashal. It's not, didn't exactly happen necessarily, but there's an idea to get from this, that Moshe here is symbolic of the, the halacha that we're grinding up and finding finding meaning, the one-to-one -one ratio of the halacha. And Aharon is coming along with Hod. Hod has more intuition to it, some deeper insight. When Aharon was talking, he was able to give forth some deeper insights, some bina, and even though he wasn't saying word for word in the text, he was still saying drashos that were correct. He was saying insight, intuition, and deep ideas that were correct. Kaddish Baruch Hu says, even though it doesn't feel like it's a halacha one-to-one -one ratio, it's still uh, still kosher. It's still something deep that Aaron Cohen brings to the table. He brought the hod. The, that's the fire of Hanukkah. And there's not a lot of uh, text about Hanukkah either, but you know, fire burns um, the material within, brings it forth, brings it out. The hod shebahod of Lagba Omer, um, weaving together Zohar, weaving together Kabbalistic ideas, um, Haggadah, those bring forth deeper insight into what's right in front of us. But that is still kosher, as long as it's in the um, the way of the proper Jewish thinking. So that's Nitzach Shabbat. You know, you need to have, there can be, I should say, there can be wisdom with an intuition, even though it seems backwards. Intuition seems to be just um, feelings thrown together. The answer is no. Um, intuition, actually, in the psychological realm, has great insight. Snap judgments are often correct. Intuition, the feeling that you get about people, is very, very often correct. The largest serotonin receptor is in the stomach. I may have mentioned that. And there is um, there's a connection to the brain and the stomach. Um, the bina coming from the the boich. There's a famous story where part of a man's brain was removed, the part for intuition. He was able to defeat people in chess easily, but he had a hard time organizing his schedule and um, doing executive functioning because... The mind can't just be a computer about calculations. We need to have some sort of sense about um, the world around us and how things should be more important than the other. I believe it's in Oliver Sacks' writing, a famous neuroscientist. I know John Gottman brings it in his writings. I just touched upon it, but hod shebahod, you know, where do you find pr a prat that's special within a prat that's special? You know, the, the more we... The more we grind up in terms of Haggadah, the more we bring layers of Midrash, Drash, um, and layers of conceptual insight, the deeper we can go to get layer, layers upon nested layers of understanding, which is really Kabbalah. It's that flash in the darkness that we finally get more understanding. The fire burns um, so we can get a deeper insight. And halacha and hashkafa, even though they're technically separate, they're really one. They should mirror image each other. Looking at the halachas of Shabbos will tell you the philosophy of Shabbos, the hashkafa of it, and so on. And that's why they darshan psukim and halachas with the midrash. Um, but it needs to be understood as a, 
it's a metaphor, an intuitive metaphor with intuition and conceptual learning. Um, but that's what the the we're celebrating on Hagba Omar coming up. So it's we need to need to be able to master conceptual ideas and halacha as well. Yisocha Bahod. So we know that Aaron Akon is known for Ohev Shalom or Dev Shalom. You're a student of Aaron Akon, you're making peace between people. And it, he he went to one person and said, Oh, how can you be how can you guys fight? The other person is tearing his hair out, he's upset. And the person he's speaking to says, Really? Then he would go to the other person and say, Um, don't you know the other person's so upset he's tearing his hair out? How can you not make peace? And they would say, Really? And then they would meet and they would cry on each other's shoulders and they would make peace. So how did Arana Cohen know that? Maybe they were in a deep fight. The answer is that deep down inside, we all want to make peace. We're given a pure neshama that wants to cause connection and happiness and goodness. It only becomes dark through um, dark things that happen, God forbid, to us in this world. Whether it's negative events or people affecting us with negative death cult of Odazara things, etc. So deep down, Aaron Cohen knows the Bina, the in internal intuition, the feeling, the Haggadah. He knows how people really want to feel and have peace. So I wouldn't necessarily prescribe his method at all times, but people who are making peace, whether it's family therapy, whether it's community, Askanam, people involved, they should know that people really do want to make peace and let go. If there's a sticking point, Try to get rid of the stepping point or a stubborn person. Yusocha Bahod also, caring and empathy builds connection. Emotional experiences can unite groups. People who go through deep emotional times, the hod that can create Yusota bonding between the parts. So this Ohev Shalom or Dev Shalom, don't forget that you're bringing together disparate parts with the emotional aspect of things. And finally, Mahusha Bahod. Caring for people, empathizing with them, building up their uniqueness, that can make them independent and happy, or it can make you control them. It's also a way to flatter and to control people and manipulate them. Malchus Shabahod, the domineering aspect. So we must use it wisely. We must highlight people's um, uniqueness, even if even if it's validating art, personal property, creativity existence we need to look at the sophisticated positive side of things as Aaron Cohen did even if he wasn't getting the job he knew there'd be a role for him and they would take this forth in the hode week and know that there's something deeper out there the hode burning bright the wood and the ashes of stagnancy and negativity and pulling forth positivity the a priori good existence within everything. We will gather together Klippus or whatever you believe. Gather together people and mitzvos and Torah, Torah and push forth towards this march to Mashiach. May Hashem bring us salvation during these crazy times. Mm -hmm.